0: A
1: zombie!
0: I've been bitten.
1: Ah! You're listening to the survival podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. zombies ate my podcast hello and welcome to zombies ate my podcast i'm your host ryan murphy this week and joining me as always is my co-host lou <laughs> lou the busy zombie lord I, I i don't know why i think my uh my cadence there kind of screwed me up and uh, i was about to say somebody else's name but also yeah
0: i think i think everybody knows that you know i'm your co-host at this point yeah it's Unless true first time listener
1: it's true, but most first-time listeners decide to go back to episode one and yeah, tweet so about it. so two, at, at
0: 261 episodes, they should know by now. My annoying voice.
1: <laughs> Both are annoying voices. That's. A, I'm really glad that people can make it through 261 episodes, um, in in a row and and decide to to continue listening to our lovely zombie discussions um but if you wanted to listen to more movie discussions as well as support a what what i feel is a really great charity which is extra life we're doing extra life again and uh, you can go to bit.ly slash extra life ryan donate money to sick kids foundation through this charity and if you donate 15 bucks you can suggest a zombie film for us to watch we have not watched all of them contrary to popular belief um you can suggest one for us to watch and if you go over fifty dollars we'll throw in an audio commentary for one of your picks just be sure to include your picks in the donation comment but fret not if you forget or you can't you know sort out how or just want to think about it and email us do so that works as well i can figure that out and we can uh, connect the dots and make it happen um lou like i'm just going to put you on the spot here pick a movie that we have not watched yet just to give people an idea of like what is out there what's left because you are the busy
0: zombie lord well we have seen reanimator but there are two sequels that we have not watched uh there is the japanese film one cut of the dead um i don't believe we've seen either of the 28 days or 28 weeks later movies i mean i mean there's even the peter jackson dead alive that we've never seen and uh a film I saw a long time ago that I've had on a list here for us that, uh, uh, a New Zealand film called black sheep and it's about killer zombie sheep. (laughs)
1: Well, here's the thing. Um, I don't want to, I'm going to stop you there because I think we're going to make this a, a, uh, uh, right up until the end of December, uh, a bit of a, um, a bit of a tradition here where when we're done the extra life plug, we'll get Luda to, to to rhyme off a couple movies we haven't talked about, but those are some great choices um i think it's been 20 years since i've seen uh dead alive are you sure we didn't watch dead alive we watched one of peter jackson's films
0: we've I... never watched dead alive for this show did we not
1: what I we, we have did. not
0: and the only reason i know that we have not watched dead alive for this show is i haven't seen dead alive since i was probably uh since i date since i met my wife
1: yeah so when I so in my mind there's this memory that's rattling around and it's like what is the horror movie with the giant baby? Am I like that
0: we've made you watch segments of it.
1: Okay. Maybe you yeah, maybe I saw the clip. And then that's why we didn't watch it because it was like, uh, ah, I don't think so guys. There's plenty of other movies, but here's the thing, if you donate for charity, you get to skip all that nonsense of Ryan vetoing things because at the end of the day, as long as it's zombie-related and it's easy to obtain, whether it's rentable or streamable or what have you, um, Canada is catching up with the rest of, well, with the U.S. in terms of having access to Shutter and Netflix and Amazon and, and even Disney Plus is bringing Hulu content over, so lots of access to this type of stuff. So keep that in mind, bit.ly slash extra life Ryan and uh, Lou will be back with some more hot zombie movies for you to to just give you an idea of what you could force us to watch and provide an audio commentary if you're feeling generous for this lovely charity. All right, Lou, let's head into the news because we got a few stories to cover before we get to our topic. Oh, yeah.
0: The virus has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and is spreading rapidly.
1: Lou, we all know you're a big fan of The Last of Us, every single entry, and you've always been super uh, positive about the fact that they're making a television adaptation with HBO. Because HBO has had such an amazing track record of adapting things through through true to completion. Although I shouldn't make that comparison because I know they didn't have The uh, Game of Thrones still isn't done. The books are not done. Sorry to. Uh, To bring up that painful memory. Yeah, please don't. (laughs) But, uh, you know, Elden Ring. It's got to come out first. Uh, We got... So this past week was um, The Last of Us Day or Infection. I think they changed it. It used to be Infection Day. And then we had this little thing called the Global Pandemic. So they changed it, rightfully so, to The Last of Us Day. And uh, Neil Druckmann, the director of of the first two games, or co-director... Um, tweeted out our first image of The Last of Us adaptation with HBO, and we, we, we don't see the faces of Joel and Ellie, but we do get a um, a landscape shot with with them kind of looking out over the horizon. Um, I I spoke to a few Canadians, and they confirmed, yes, that does look al- like Alberta, which is where they're shooting uh, right now. So, Lou, what do you think?
0: I won't lie. It looks, the, the photo looks great, but that it's a staged photo on a set and it's not a trailer uh we've also heard now but it's also been now announced that not only is neil Druckmann heavily involved with this hbo thing but he's directing like half the episodes of this show
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: and and i don't know how i feel about that um Druckmann has directed games and been in charge of stuff but it feels weird that he's like i get i would get him directing an episode or like whatever but they like announced that like he's going to direct like half of them and i'm like that that seems kind of risky yeah
1: i i think um it, i'll counter that with the fact that being the director of a video game especially one like the last of us part 2 uh which which features a lot of mocap and a lot of acting uh, I know it's not it's not the exact same. There are you know very different sets and moving pieces because all the post production is well. With a video game, you just take the mo- you take the mocap and um, you work with that to develop the game. Whereas yep. with with an on set uh, sort of television show, there's a lot of all the moving parts. For the most part, um, 75% of them are happening in that moment. So there is yes, more to deal with, but I think the experience of, of working on a mocap set for such a, um, an advanced video game, like the last of us part two does offer a bit there. And, and here's the thing, like when I was a kid directing, Oh, directing, that's you just doing everything. Like that's what a director does. But then you really do see the behind the scenes stuff. And the director does a lot of important stuff, but there are a lot of other people on set. And I think that, I'm willing to give them the benefit of the oh, doubt. No, you know?
0: I, I'm just saying, I heard heard it, and I was like, Rrr. yeah, like like like, I, like I'm sure he can do it, but I was like, wow, HBO has a lot of faith in him. Okay, yes, I will agree with you there.
1: I did have that that reaction as well. It's like they they really are pairing the video game side of this adaptation with the television side. I, I think it's it's not. It's not the usual scenario to have like the video game side so involved with the TV side, like the adaptation side. Usually, it's like in the past, it was just a licensing deal and you and you didn't have any involvement on it. And I think we're gonna start seeing these more paired productions with the last of us uh, with HBO, the Mario movie with illumination. There's this synergy that's happening between the creators of the property and the people who are adapting it. And I think that's, that's a very positive way forward to get better adaptations. I'm really hopeful that this is um, a solid pairing, but like back to the image, you know, it's, it's not much, but like you do see this image and um, you do feel that this is going to be like, wow, this is, that's Joel. That's Ellie. Like it's, it's not offering as much, but it is at the very least showing us what was the first Last of Us game, which was a which was a traveling game. Like there was a lot of traveling, there was a lot of open spaces, and this to me shows like maybe this is obviously after the first city. This is them starting their travels and um they're on they're on their way across the country and, and you feel that in this image. Although I will say this, like I see it and I just like it looks like this open field it's very plain it's a very like early here's your first look but it, there's not much to it um obviously we want to see like visual effects what what the zombies look like how the action's going to play out this this still doesn't even give us like the true sense of Joel and Ellie like we we I want to see like I want to see this show in motion so I, I agree with you a trailer would be nice um but considering what are they looking at summer 2022 for premiere
0: it's gonna be a while
1: yeah well i think i you think it won't be out summer 2022 you think it's longer
0: than that no i think it is but uh, you know there's gonna be a lot of post-production so i think it'll it'll be it'll be within three months of of the show coming out before i think we get a first trailer yeah
1: well uh 2022 look forward to that uh, we have one more Last of Us update, and that is an update on the multiplayer project that Naughty Dog is working on in the Last of Us sort of vein. So if you remember, the original Last of Us had a built-in multiplayer called, I think it was Factions. Is that right? Yep. And uh, they, you know, they before Last of Us Part 2 came out, they said, ah, oh, we're, we're not shipping with multiplayer. We really appreciate the Factions mode. We want to do it justice, but we just can't launch at the same time. Um... But they gave an update on their multiplayer. At this point, not a mode, but a standalone offering. So I imagine it is going to be like, maybe not a full price game, but maybe like a half price game, if that makes sense. I can't imagine them giving away for free.
0: I'm going to call this now. If this is not 20 bucks or less, this is not going to sell. Uh, People might really like Last of Us 2, but I don't think that this is going to be the next big big multiplayer phenomenon on PlayStation. No. I
1: I don't think it's going to be yeah, like I agree with you, I don't think it's going to be like the next amazing multiplayer experience, but like if they expand upon what factions had and kind of try to offer a little bit more, you know, fleshed out experience cuz the factions mode while fun Did't have like a crazy amount of depth if I remember it had only a certain amount of maps and some customization and I think if you were you wanted to offer more you could and and maybe do something similar to what back for blood has, which is like a hub and a campaign sort of offering there so um maybe that's a way they sort of expand upon it and and you know justify like a we don't know how much it costs so I'm just gonna throwing ideas out there but um, the update basically says they're working on it. Uh, we want to give them the time uh, to build out their ambitious project and we'll reveal more when it's ready. But uh, nothing sort of like other than that, other than like we are hiring. So if you know someone who can make multiplayer related you know projects, let us know. So again, like I don't, I could see them uh, releasing, a you know, giving us more details closer to the show coming out but there are obviously a lot of last of us projects in development there's the rumored remake from the ground up of the first one um there's i mean the the second game did get a ps5 update so i highly doubt that we'll see like a um like a remake or an upgrade but uh yeah it's uh, it's interesting i mean there's been news that they're looking at they they have ideas for a third one obviously that is years away but if they were to make it but it's um it it sounds like it's an exciting time to be a Last of Us fan if, if you're patient enough <laughs> cuz there's nothing coming out right now just you got to you got to wait i think that tv show is the most concrete thing we've got yeah so.
0: yeah uh, speaking of things that are concrete uh, at this point i think resident evil 4 will now run on every device ever made
1: <laughs> yes that is true so they announced that uh, resident evil 4 will release on vr just in time for halloween uh october 21st is when you'll be able to pick up resident evil 4 for oculus quest 2 i think it, i believe it's exclusive to the two which is a big deal um because uh the oculus quest was is not that old but um if you have an oculus quest 2 and you want to replay resident evil 4 in vr now's your chance uh, you'll be able to pick it up on uh, October twenty first. I don't know what the price is, uh, but I don't know. Like, are you? If you had, I, I can't remember. I, I know you don't have VR, but if you had, if you, if you had a headset, would you look to pick this one up and play it again?
0: I'm ashamed to admit, yes, I would. Yeah, I mean, I, I no, I, I, I have to explain this.
1: Okay, go ahead. I bought
0: Resident Evil four on GameCube when it launched. Then someone gifted it to me on PlayStation 2 when it got released on PlayStation 2. Then when the Wii came out, I bought a copy on the Wii. Then my Wii became a thing that sat in the closet collecting dust. And when I decided I wanted to play it again, I bought it again on Xbox 360 when they released their HD upgrade on 360. And then again on PC. I've bought this game like six times at this point. And... and... I'm ashamed to admit that if I had a VR set, which I don't, I would probably buy it again.
1: Well, here's the thing: uh, aren't they like supposedly working on a on a RE2, RE3 style remake of four? So you could wait a little bit.
0: Yes. Yeah, and then I'll buy it again.
1: <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, so if you have VR and you you enjoyed Resident Evil Seven in VR, you'll be able to play Resident Evil Four in VR. But that is going to do it for the news. Let's move into our main subject tonight, which is going to the movies.
0: Whatever I lost,
1: I lost a long time ago, and I do not plan on losing anything else. You can talk to me about losing it when you stop screaming at each other like a bunch of two-year-olds. There you go. We are going to be talking about Night of the Living Dead remake, the 1990 version. Uh, Lou and I watched this uh, a little while ago, but we've decided to, you know, revive the film to talk about it. Uh, Lou, this is a this is a movie that you and I watched for another podcast. We guested on. Um, yes, we did. Which the reason we waited is because uh, they they had to they had to release some other episodes before they released ours. We uh, we were ready to talk about it because they released the episode. It's the Joe Blow Horror Show, right? Did I get that yes. right? there it is. Yes, you did. Perfect. So you can check out that show where Lou and I were on it. It was episode fifty two. So their their one year mark. Episode 52, Summer of the Dead series, although I know they joked Fall of the Dead. I, I think they released it right on on the end of summer, so September 21st. Yep. So yeah, we uh, we were on the show. We talked about Night of the Living Dead, 1990, and um, I wanted to wait until they released their episode before we talked about it because uh, I wanted to give them that that shot first. But yeah, we, we talked about it on that show, uh, and we're, we're here to talk about it again. I've got clips.
0: Well, not only that but I could talk to uh, talk about this movie to death uh, of course this is, this is one of my favorites um I of course I I won't I, I will say I do love the original 1968 version but I've seen it so many times and um every time I watch it now I find something else that drives me crazy about it as much as I enjoyed it the first hundred times I've watched it. Um, Everything in this movie. Is everything about the original movie. And it's tuned up. And dialed up a little bit. There's more gore. Uh, Barbara is more. Involved in this film. She's less. um, In the original film. She's very whiny. And very. "Ah, I don't know what I'm doing. Ah." And. This Barbara starts out that way, but by like a third of the way through the movie, she's more badass than the other guys in the movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She she goes she she goes a long way in this film, and I think you you heard it in the original in the start of the, the, the segment with their clip. That's when she kinda like tells everybody to just shut the hell up, let's work together type stuff. And um, you know, there's a reason she ends up being the survivor at the end, of the, not to jump to the end, but the reason she becomes the survivor at the end of this film is because she is the most capable of surviving.
0: She's also the one that has the best idea the whole movie. They're all boarding up this house and hiding, and she goes, they're slow. If we stick together and we carry something with us, we can run past them or knock them down. And yeah. she's not wrong. That's how she gets away in the end.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. She she basically just runs around, runs circles around the zombies. And there there are a lot of mistakes that are made by other characters, like classic, you know, zombie pressure mistakes, you know, boarding yourself up in the basement.
0: There's one I know for a fact you're going to bring up.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course. How could I not? But I mean, obviously, there are others before uh, that iconic moment. <laughs> um, but like, you know, boarding themselves up in the basement and having those fights, you know, in fighting when you have when you are surrounded by the dead, like that's a classic, um, you know, having a shootout while zombies are coming after you. Like there's literally a scene near the end where they are literally like shooting at each other in the house because they can't they literally cannot get along. And yeah. uh, it's just it really does go to show that, you know, <laughs> humanity at its worst, especially when it's under pressure. Um, but uh yeah, like I think uh I think I remember we watched the original for this show. I'm pretty sure yep. we did. Um yep. and you know, we talked about it a, a lot in that this is this is this is not a shot for shot remake as you said. You know, they they really updated a lot of the characters. They brought it into the 90s as opposed to from the late 60s. And I think it, you know it, it it still it still holds the greatness of the 60s version but it is it is a really good
0: remake it it well it follows the same plot line mm -hmm. so everything that happens in the original sort of happens in this it just tweaks everything just enough that you go huh oh hey and you know in in the original uh film you know uh ben dies later on he gets away and then dies and in this instead Barbara lives and comes back only to have to shoot Ben.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he 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 basically I think he's in he's in the basement or something or he gets shot. Yeah. And that does. is all
0: very different from the original.
1: Yeah. Yeah, very much so. Um it's you know I think like from from a 90s perspective it still holds on to like that early 90s uh horror where you have and and again, like I made, I put this in the notes. Like it kind of starts off like you have uh, Barbara running around um, after the zombies start to attack, and she is like running around screaming, and it's that classic '90s scream acting. And I and I remember at the beginning of the film, I was like, "Oh no, is this going to be one of those films where she just runs around screaming the whole time?" And that quickly goes like she does she her she does develop her character develops enough where she does eventually stop and as you said becomes the most competent person in the entire movie in the sense that she survives and then like is thrust into uh, another world where she's surrounded by a bunch of people who are just like treating the apocalypse like it's their own personal playground um and uh, and running around and 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 shooting it. And when I have, I have, I have clips from across the movie, but I think there's one where, uh, where, where she does, where she runs into these folks at the end of the film. But, um, but yeah, like a lot of like mistakes that are made, like, you know, you alluded to it earlier, but there's a a moment where someone tries to shoot a lock off a gas pump, which is just like, why, (laughs) why would you do such a thing? Oh man. I don't know. But
0: I think someone was panicked in the moment and that's the way the cookie crumbles.
1: And, and that's the thing. Like while there are mistakes being made by our very human characters, I don't blame the film. I don't blame the writing. You're absolutely right. I blame the characters. Like they set up the characters in a way where the actions of those characters, um, we have this issue with the walking dead a lot. We don't necessarily, I, 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 in walking dead, we don't necessarily Put you know we put the, put the blame at, at the feet of the characters. We usually say, well, that's just bad writing, or they wrote themselves into a corner, and they have to like degrade a character in order to get out of this mess. But like with Night of the Living Dead, I really feel like the way they set the characters up, all their actions are solely um, their own doing, as opposed to well, they just really need an idiot in this moment, so they they gave it to. Um, What was the guy's name? Jesse. Like, I really believed that that guy would shoot that lock.
0: Yeah, it's dumb, but his character wasn't the brightest bulb in a package. (laughs) No,
1: no. So I I totally believed it. Um, Tony Todd, fantastic in this movie. Like, he is. It's
0: perfect casting.
1: Yeah, superb. Um, I really loved it. Uh, the music is is super '90s. I mean, there's no way around it. It's not like they they got a time machine and, and made a modern soundtrack. The, there's no fixing that. Um, but uh, yeah, I remember. Um, and I remember I'd actually seen this film prior. I, I told this story before, but I had rented. So we used to rent my brother, my older brother, used to rent stacks of horror movies from Blockbuster because they had these deals where you you could get like 10 movies of a specific genre for like 10 bucks and he would just go in and he'd rent okay we're gonna rent every night of the living dead movie or every jason movie and that's how i saw these films was you know (laughs) you know in the in the dead of summer you know you're on summer break in a dark room just watching vhs's with with your brothers um I, I have very fond memories of, of that, and uh, this was definitely one of them, because I'm watching it, and I'm like, this is super-duper familiar, and uh, I remember watching watching this film with with my older brother uh, when we were on summer break.
0: I, I, my first experience with this movie is I had seen the original Night of the Living Dead black and white as a kid, because uh, it... They, cause it it, because of this screw-up with the copyright that movie could be run for free just about anywhere so PBS would run it like like everybody would run that movie because it didn't cost any money and so i had seen it and that was and, and and i i liked it as a kid um i didn't quite get all of its themes as a kid more I, I i got it more as an adult but i remember when this came out i didn't even know that this had come out this was such a it was 1990. I was eight years old. I really wasn't paying attention to what the new, the new zombie movies are. And I remember watching this on a Saturday afternoon. This came on, on like a, 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 a the USA network. And it was like a TV edit of it. So they had cut all the gore out and they had toned all the language down. And I was just, and somebody went, Oh, it's uh, my friend's dad was like, Oh, cool. It's the new night of the living dead movie. And I went, this isn't Night of the Living Dead. It's not in black and white. Yeah, and they're like, no, no, no. This is the new one, and I was like, wait, what? And I had no idea that this even existed. So I sat and watched this wholeheartedly, excited about it. That's my first experience with this.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's like they don't they don't make movies like this anymore. I I feel like we don't get. You know, uh, zombie horror films that are done this way, where um, they just don't—they just don't make them like this anymore. And because this was a really good, a really good movie, I really enjoyed it. Um, And I feel like the zombie movies we get now are just—they're not as serious.
0: I mean, let's talk about an elephant in the room. Sure. Uh, Since the last episode that we and we we talked about, uh, (laughs) the animated of the dead thing came out. And uh, I don't. Uh, every review I've read has said the exact same thing I said when we saw the trailer. Oh, so they just took the 1968 one and reshot it scene for scene with voice actors, and then had it poorly animated. And apparently, the, that's exactly it. Everything is reacted by better act by really good actors, but it's the same movie. Scene for scene. The only thing they do different... Is when Ben describes the scene where... Somebody gets killed... And he's telling that story... They actually show that scene... When he's telling the story. And I'm like... That's great. But it's poorly animated... And why did you have to do this? This doesn't need to exist. At least with this... They did something different. While it did follow the same story made deviations or it changed some of the dialogue or it changed a perspective of a pre- another scene or uh it was a little more gory or it did something a little different it sounds like the animated one did exactly the same thing scene for scene have they did they not learn the the the, the lesson of 90 psycho <laughs> yeah
1: yeah that animated uh it, it, it's not getting great reviews and honestly, we didn't have high hopes based on uh, the, the trailer we saw. so um yeah, I don't think we're gonna watch that one. I think it just needs to go away. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, like uh, I think this is a this is a solid remake. like obviously there's a lot of night of projects you know that have been worked on throughout the years.
0: I, I won't lie. I've seen a lot of Night of the Living whatever. There was a Night of the Living Dead 3D. There was a Night of the Living Dead something else. There was a Night of the Living Dead... There's been a million of them because being out of copyright, anybody can make a Night of the Living Dead movie. But almost all of them are super low budget. They almost always have like one famous actor and everybody else in it is a nobody. They almost all have... They Almost all of them are pretty much all of them are garbage. So one of the things that I really appreciate with this movie is it's kind of like a, the most modern take on the night of the living dead. And it's the only one besides the original that succeeds as far as I, I'm concerned.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, uh, isn't there like a night of project coming to sci-fi or maybe it's a day of the dead. It's a day
0: of the dead. Yeah. And it is, it, it, and as much as I want to see it and it looks interesting, it's very different from day of the dead so i'm curious w- how much of what they're gonna do borrows from from the original source material and how much is it
1: yeah the trailer did not inspire me to uh to add it to any
0: list the the, the, the trailer inspired me to be like oh cool i kind of want to see this but it didn't like make me go i'm chomping at the bit for this yeah
1: yeah well, uh, before we wrap things up, I do, as I said, I do have some clips. Uh, obviously we have the classic. Now coming to get you, Barbara, which, uh, again, like feels like a, like when you're doing a remake, that's a line you don't change and you deliver the same way. And I think they really, they really captured it.
0: Yeah. And not only that, but that whole scene, cause that whole scene is really brutal. You know, that guy, they, 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 she, they, he gets shoved and his head hits the side of that that, that tombstone. And you know at that point, he's dead. Yeah. He's... And they have the whole scene where the old guy comes over and goes, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And you're like, is he a zombie? Is he not a zombie? Did he just get bit? What's going on? Why is he in the cemetery? There's so many unanswered questions with that scene. It's just unsettling.
1: Yeah. Agreed. It's chaos, and uh, I think I think this is another one of Johnny here. It's too late
0: now. There's no escape.
1: No, mother!
0: You bastard! <laughs> Bit of a dick. And I won't lie. I, I I I love Johnny mostly because he's played by Bill Moseley, and Bill Moseley is, as most people will know, is he's Chop Top in. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, one of the lead villains. And then he's gone on to do things like uh, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, and um, uh, he's in the Devil's Rejects, he's in the Halloween remake. Uh, you know he's made a career out of basically doing horror movies, and this is early on in his career, and it's kind of it, it always surprises me to see him as just this side bit role. But every time I see this movie, I go, "It's Bill Mosley, yeah, it's Bill Mosley. <laughs> Why aren't you in this war?
1: Well, I think he did a fantastic job as the older brother, and he he played the role perfectly and uh, really really alienated Barbara. Um, I think I think the rest of these are are post bill mosley so pour one out for him uh we got one titled die damn it die. Damn it! <laughs> so uh tony todd there giving his his uh kill the zombie line um uh, all of you i think this is another tony todd one god damn you god damn all of you Man, he just he delivers every line with just that Tony Toddness. It's so great, it's so yep. great. It, it, it,
0: it, you know, it, it, I will watch anything Tony Todd is in. He even did a really kind of crappy horror TV show like five or six years ago about a killer in a in a, at a at a slumber camp, and <laughs> they they were going to turn it into like an anthology series, and he was going to be in every season, and he was the best part of that series everything else in it was kind of mediocre but i was like no i'm gonna watch it every week because i want tony todd to have more work
1: yeah i think he is it, it might be a spoiler to say i have not seen it but i think he's in that new candy man uh he is he
0: is but they have not disclosed what his role is yeah i do not think he is the candy
1: okay and that's two can't i think it's Three times, right? Or is that no, it's five. Five. Okay, we're good. We're good. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Um this one's just titled Bullshit, so let's see.
0: This is bullshit. Oh. If we're gonna do something, let's do it. If we're gonna stand around and bullshit, let's do it in the cellar where it's safe.
1: Um that guy, again, like going back to our earlier conversation about, you know, I don't fault the decisions of the characters on the writing or the directing. I, I put it at on the fault of the car of the specific character. And this actor who played the, you know, ornery, um, we're doing it my way. Cause I know best guy. He was fantastic. And I believed every decision that that character made. Um, and you can tell from the clip that he like, it's his way or the highway. And I think he says that in the film at some point.
0: <laughs> so funny too. Cause I, I, I forgot how many things that actor has been in because uh uh, after i saw him i'm like he looks really really familiar he looks why do i know this guy and then if you look him up on imdb he's in all kinds of stuff and he looks very different his head is shaved bald in most things and he usually has a mustache or a goatee in it and he's usually like a cop or a or a military officer or like an FBI agent or something along those lines in everything he's in. And so they see him as this like weird businessman guy in his tuxedo thing. I'm like, and he has hair. I was like, this is weird. That's why I didn't recognize him.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Um, I got another one. I'm pretty sure this is him. So I'm just going to play it.
0: They're out of their minds. You bunch of yo-yos.
1: So we have that forever. Like I can just play that whenever I want. Um, I might even clip For it. down. Or a bunch to, of yo-yos. Yeah, I might just clip it down to the yo-yos bit. I wonder if I can I can do that here. Here, listen. A
0: bunch of yo-yos.
1: So I might do that, just in case we get like, anytime someone goes back to episode one, we can just uh, we can just do this. A bunch of yo-yos. Although it seems aggressive, I don't feel that like that truly captures our feelings. Um, I don't think we're that angry, right, Lou?
0: for yourself i'm always
1: angry <laughs> all right uh i i talked about this uh, clip uh earlier um this is the moment where barbara meets up with the i don't know what what would you call it like the folks that are kind of running around and killing zombies near the end of the film like militia or
0: yeah, we'll call them a militia
1: yeah so here you go
0: jesus goddamn, holy mother shit yeah. What in the name of Jupiter's balls are you doing out here alone, little lady?
1: So I think Barbara kind of kind of scared them a little bit, and um, they they almost shot her at that point. But um, those those guys are are in the original film as well, or the, you know, similar concept, the militia.
0: Well, no, not just that, but the actor, hmm. the actor who she runs into, I believe, that says, "Oh my God, they, don't, they didn't shoot you!" I believe that or the guy they get introduced at the the camp that's like the 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 guy with the hat Mm -hmm. it is the original um guy from the the original film that uh uh played uh the brother johnny in the beginning oh interesting that's really cool
1: i'm glad they they included some of those callbacks
0: sheriff McClellan is uh is is also is played by russell steiner who was the original johnny in the original film
1: oh cool um i've got one last clip and i think this is a callback lou you might have to correct me but i'm pretty sure this is a callback to the original film um and it's it's kind of an overheard clip so you'll have to listen carefully
0: very interesting tell me chief are these things over over there there? yeah they're dead they're all messed up
1: so that's a that's like a nod to the original right
0: i think so yeah Uh, i think in the original they they they, they tell you four or five different reasons why the dead are walking that maybe it's not dead maybe it's radiation maybe it's something else whatever and you never really get a clear story as to why they're coming back from the dead
1: you know why i think it's a you know why i think it's it's something like a bit of a callback and it's because i don't even know if i have it here um i think it's our old outro so like let me, let me play it here and see what see if it comes back when there's no more room in hell the dead will walk here
0: that's from dawn.
1: yeah but i think Rio it's the hive. coming to coming up soon no, no, down down there. Obviously.
0: maybe i'm wrong die down here. Thank you for surviving zombie land mm-hmm. Look. okay just get any fashion no. in the head that together stay sharp and follow no
1: okay i'm wrong maybe you are wrong i was wrong uh well that was that was a that was a trip down memory lane i know it's in something i know it's in one of our clips they're dead they're all messed up you know what it is it's dead decisions that's what it was yep i don't i don't have that uh hand <laughs> So I'm not I'm not gonna play it, um, but that's what it's from. It's from Dead Decisions. Well, that was that was uh, that was a good use of our time. Um, and yeah, I think with that, like that's pretty much Night of the Living Dead, 1990. Um, I, I hope you folks enjoyed this conversation because this is kind of the idea of our sort of extra life movie discussions. This you know we do clips, we talk about the movie, we obviously watch the movie, and um, yeah so if you want more of these definitely head over to bit.ly slash extra ryan and like i said um 15 bucks to suggest a film go over 50 uh and you can pick an audio commentary and it all stacks so if you do 50 bucks you can suggest three films and an audio commentary uh, and you can include your picks right there on the donation comment bit.ly slash extra life ryan Lou, we've got some upcoming uh plans for Zamp and uh whether you like it or not, <laughs> it's a lot of Walking Dead. Um you've got the Walking Dead season eleven, part one of season eleven will be wrapped up by our next episode, so I feel like that's likely going to be our topic. So get your get your uh your binge. Uh,
0: I got about four episodes to watch then.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm behind. I have I still haven't even watched the ending of episode two because I haven't had a chance to go through the go through the on demand version because I can't skip. So I have to watch it again Um, or at least have it running in the background.
0: You didn't miss much.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, you gave me a pretty good rundown. Um, Also, we've got uh, Fear and Beyond will be will be returning as well um one of those we're looking forward to one of our one of them were like uh, i don't know guys but at least there's only one more season so well,
0: yeah I, 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 the interesting rumor is showrunners have said that that nuclear explosion in fear will affect all the walking dead universes
1: so you're hoping that just beyond will be nuked and that's the reason it ends just yep. yeah yeah okay.
0: yeah 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 let's go with
1: that all right well that's uh that's an idea that you've put out there and and now exists in the world so we'll see how that goes um and also yes we are planning to play back for blood so we'll have some impressions on that available on game pass as well as probably in about a month yeah about a month we're gonna need some i think like it's out the 12th so we'll need more time so probably before halloween we'll have some thoughts for sure uh but, uh, you know, the best place to have conversations, especially about Back for Blood, if you're looking for our thoughts right away, is head over to our Discord, bit.ly slash zampdiscord. Plenty of zombie conversations happening there, so check it out.
0: It's been a little quiet this week, but that's because uh, sick kids and yes. teething kids and all kinds of other nonsense have gotten in the way. But normally it's a pretty vocal place.
1: Yep. Yep, we've all been pretty busy with life and whatnot, but I think as we, you know, inch ever closer to Halloween season, there will be uh, there will be more zombie conversations to be had. Um, I also want to thank our patrons, Patreon.com/slash Zombies ate my podcast. That's the best place to go if you want to support the show directly. All the funds there go back right into the show to uh, to make it an even better uh listening experience and keeps the lights on keeps us hosted and all that fun stuff uh speaking of which you can go to our website zombiesatemypodcast.com email us info at zombiesatemypodcast.com we're on twitter we're on facebook if you're into the whole social thing uh if you're on twitter you can follow me at r murphy and lou at busy lord and finally a shout out to joel duggan for the artwork You can find more of his stuff at joelduggan.com Lou, before we exit this fine establishment, I want to know, do you have any fine pearls of wisdom to share with everybody? They're coming to get you, Barbara.